Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi there. Hey, how are you? It's good to see your face. Good to see you too. Happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. I am too. I actually rewatched the whole first season of Friends to prepare Yay. for this episode. Did you? I didn't rewatch the whole season. I feel like I've watched it multiple times, not recently though, but I did watch some clips. And the clips hold up. A lot of it holds up. I know there's a whole new generation of people that are watching Friends right now. Right. And for our besties, by the way, we're breaking down. (laughs) Oh, yes. We are going to be talking about Monica and Rachel's friendship on Friends, which is cool because Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston have a real life friendship, which is really neat. They're best friends in real life. That, that's so neat. And then they became best friends on Friends. From the show. From the show. Yes. Well, they were all so young. All of them were so young and new to the industry. So I think they were, it was just perfect for them to just hang out together, have lunch together on set and become close. This was a fun friendship to look into because I'm talking about Rachel and Monica. Okay. We're talking Mm -hmm. about the characters. Their friendship was really fun for me to dive into because it's kind of, there's some similarities to our friendship. So we met and became, Samantha and I met and became friends when we were in the eighth grade. So not even friends from birth or friends from kindergarten. We became friends in the eighth grade. And then we were really only close friends for two years because I moved away after the ninth grade. And we were still kind of friends for a couple years, but you know how you just kind of lose touch when you're in high school, especially, and you make new friends. So we lost touch for a couple years there. We did. And I think, you know, we're a little bit older now. We did not have social media back then. So it was really hard unless you remembered somebody's address or remembered somebody's phone number, you know, that had moved away. I remember when you went to college, I didn't have your phone number after you went to college Mm -hmm. and there was no way to find out that information. You know, you couldn't just look somebody up. So really our rekindling of our friendship is thanks to MySpace. MySpace. Yes, (laughs) I signed up for MySpace in that day. I found some of my friends that I had gone to high school with. I didn't find Samantha, but I found some of my friends I had gone to high school with. And later that day, I got 
a message from Samantha. She found me. I must have popped up in her people you might know. (laughs) She messaged me and said, I can't believe I found you. I've missed you so much. How are you? And I wrote back, I'm great. Here's my phone number. And she called five minutes later. I don't even think it was five minutes. I literally this like was waiting. You know, my heart was pounding. Like wait, Aww. like when I saw like that, you, when I found you, my mm-hmm. heart started pounding. I know. And at this point we were 21 or 22 years old. Yeah. Yes. How yeah. I and believe- we were on the phone. All I night. believe we were 21. Yeah. And then yep. we'd gone so many years without seeing each other or talking to each other. So Rachel and Monica had the same sort of situation. They were friends through high school. You learn later through flashbacks, best friends all through high school. They lost touch. And in the first episode, in that pilot episode, Rachel comes running into the coffee shop, Central Perk, looking for Monica. And she said, I ran out on Barry and I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. And Monica just immediately scooped her right up, even though her feelings were hurt because she was not invited to the wedding because she says that in the episode, not a bridesmaid or even invited. I know she said, oh, I wasn't even invited, but she just scooped her right up and she said, I'll take care of you. We're friends. That's what friends do. I feel like Monica was very sweet rewatching this first season and having it in a new light of looking at their friendship, not so much just enjoying the show, but really focusing on their friendship. I feel like in season one, I'm not talking about all seasons, but season one, especially those beginning episodes, I feel like the friendship was almost one-sided. It was a lot of Monica giving and accepting and really frustrated with well, Rachel. Because, well, yeah, Rachel was a spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. So her character had to evolve from that spoiled brat, getting everything she wanted from her parents, her dad. And then she was getting married because she couldn't do anything. She even admitted, I have no skills. I have no training. I can't get a job. And so she was going to get married because that's kind of what you do when you are taken care of by your dad, your family, grow up with money. So she had to learn. Her character had to evolve from that spoiled brat. And Monica was there for her through it all. Yeah, I agree. She was a very loyal friend through all of this. Like there was a lot that she had to deal with. I did like how her evolve, like how she started evolving and her old friends come back mm-hmm. to like visit and see how she's doing. And they're all engaged and pregnant and owning their own companies and all that kind of stuff. And she's working at a wait as a waitress at mm-hmm. Central Perk. And you could see right then that she's already evolving enough to where she's like, I'm not happy with them. Yes. And I know that's not what I want. Yeah. Yeah, That I think that started helping her and Monica's friendship, like realizing how great Monica is, is that Monica's a true friend, not a fake friend that, and she will accept Rachel with whatever she wanted. Those girls kind of came back and were confused and, and didn't like this new Rachel. 
Right. They didn't like independent Rachel. They wanted the one who is snobby and Mm -hmm. gets everything she wants. And it just seemed like a real superficial friendship instead of a genuine, caring friendship. Yes, I agree. They also had to, they shared their friendship. So even though they were clearly in this in the show, they were clearly like the best friends. They still mm-hmm. had Phoebe, Chandler, you know, Joey. They still had these other friends. And I like how, even though they were best friends, they still included so many other people in their friendship. It would have, it wouldn't be a show without all of these people being friends, mm-hmm. even though they're clearly best friends. Yes. And I think if it had been anyone other than Phoebe, it wouldn't have worked. Because Phoebe was just so laid back and goofy and in her own world that I don't, I think occasionally she felt kind of left out and they would mention that in the show, like they talked about in one episode, she talked about her roommate and they said, roommate, you have a roommate. And she said, well, nobody listens to me. Yes. And even in the first season, she's like, I'm always the last to know everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're bringing up the three of them, Rachel, Monica, and Phoebe. So when Monica got married to Chandler, we're going to be bouncing back and forth. This is later on in the seasons. When Monica and Chandler got married and she had to pick her maid of honor, they decided to do a competition. And Phoebe ended up winning the competition. So she was going to be chosen as Monica's maid of honor. And she was all happy that she won. And Rachel said, okay, you won fair and square here. Let me give you all of the things that I've collected over the years to be Monica's maid of honor. And I have a quote. She said, here's a book of poetry that I know Monica loves. Then she showed Phoebe old pictures of Monica dressed as a bride, a purse for the wedding rings, the garter that Rachel planned to use for her own wedding that she was going to let Monica borrow. I wanted it to be Monica something borrowed and it's blue, she said through tears. And Phoebe clearly saw how much being Monica's maid of honor meant to Rachel. She let her have it. That is so sweet. I mm-hmm. had forgotten about that until you were explaining it right now. And now I want to go rewatch that episode. I know that shows their friendship that she, before she even knew that Monica was going to marry Chandler, she had collected, and I'm sure through their, their dating, she had collected all of these little things that she wanted to use as her maid of honor. I think that's so sweet that Phoebe came to this conclusion on her own by watching, you know, like seeing how emotional she was and seeing the things she had collected and gracefully stepped down. Yes, I agree. I thought that was very sweet. What do you think about Monica hiding her relationship with Chandler from Rachel for so long? Remember, they hid their relationship from everyone for a while. And then Joey found out. And it went from there. But do you think, would you ever hide a relationship from me? (laughs) I don't think so. But just looking at them, I, I do agree that Monica has the right to have some privacy and to start something new. 
with something that might be controversial, especially with, you know, being a mutual friend of everybody's, I feel like she has a right to privacy, but thinking about Rachel's point of view, I, if you, okay, let's put it this way. If you started having a secret relationship and didn't tell me about it, I would definitely be hurt because Mm -hmm. I feel like we don't have secrets. And so to keep a secret, like makes you feel like maybe you don't trust me. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I could keep that secret from you. I think I no. feel comfortable enough to tell you anything. Although I do understand a little bit of why Monica did it. Yes, I agree. It's definitely the situation was different because of the friend group. I guess that that was bigger than just the two of them. It was, it involved the whole friend group and it involved Ross having to find out that his sister was dating his best friend, which is another episode we can get into. (laughs) We have a lot to dive into the friends episodes because yes, there are several different friend dynamics. Absolutely. Okay, so back to Monica and Rachel, and we'll include Ross in this because Monica and Ross are brother and sister, and Rachel and Ross dated for a while. Mm. One of my favorite episodes is when Rachel is telling the girls about her and Ross's first kiss, and Ross is telling the guys about their first kiss. And so Rachel's going into details saying, and then he put his hand on the back of my head and he leaned in and I leaned in and just telling all of these details. And Monica's like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. And then it pans over to the guys and Ross says, and then I kissed her and they say, cool. Tongue. Yep. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. That's such a of, you know, difference between men and women. And I feel that that's like true, like in oh, real yeah. life, not just in movies, but I, or shows, I feel it's the same way with men. Yes, definitely. Do you remember Rachel found out that Ross liked her while he was on a work trip in China Mm-hmm. And she was so excited. She was going to tell him she liked him too. She went to get him from the airport and Ross gets off the plane with a new girlfriend named Julie. It was devastating for, for America. <laughs> yes, <laughs> It was devastating. And I remember in later episodes, Monica had a relationship with Julie. And that is when another thing that she hid from Rachel was that she was hanging out with Julie and went shopping with Julie and all of these things. And Rachel got jealous and they kind of had to work that out, but that's another part of their relationship. That was interesting because of Monica and Ross's sibling status. Well, that must've been hard for them to navigate around because there are certain, like you and I will talk about personal things or embarrassing things but they don't have to do with each other's siblings. That is something that would be difficult to talk about. You know, if you're talking about a certain situation in the bedroom Mm -hmm. or anything like that to be able to talk to someone's sister about it, but it's your best friend. So you want to say it, you want to talk to her about it. You have to hold back at least somewhat because 
they don't want to hear it. Yes. Could you imagine if I was dating your brother? No, no, please don't even. (laughs) It's okay. I'm happily married. I don't need to date your brother. (laughs) But if you were, there'd be certain things you might talk about. That'll be like, Tristan, I don't want to hear about it. I can't hear this. (laughs) But you want to tell me because you're my best friend. And that would be, so that would be really, really difficult. And I could see where that would start. Maybe that's where it started with the keeping certain secrets. Yeah, definitely. So what about their different Monica and Rachel's different personalities? So Monica is very OCD. She's a clean freak. She's in control of everything her whole life. She's got it. Well, she wants it to be in control. She wants to control everybody else as well. Like, you know, everything in her apartment has to be in its place. And Rachel, like we talked about earlier, is such a spoiled brat and she's used to having everything done for her and she's not used to picking up after herself. And I think she clearly gets that down after, after that first season when her character evolves into being more independent, but it is interesting that their personalities are so different because I feel like you and I have a lot of things in common. I don't feel like we are hugely different in the way that we live our lives and the way that we we're clearly different people, but I think fundamentally there's a lot of things that we are very similar on. And I think that's why we get along so well, but we are different. So I'm thinking of one difference right now, like about pets we're different when it comes to pets. We both love our pets, but I'm not a pets in the house kind of person. And you Mm -hmm. are, and there's nothing wrong with it, but there is something that is different with us. Yes. Well, my dog is a Pris and she would die if left outside for too long. (laughs) But I think it's also too, where we live, we live in very different areas. That's true. These are differences that I don't even think about anymore. Yes. I live in I mean, I live in a small town, but I live in town. I have neighbors close by and, and you live in the country. Yeah. We live on a small farm. We don't have neighbors, you know, you don't see your neighbor anyways. They're close by, but not within eye shot. Whenever Samantha comes to visit and we sit out on my deck, (laughs) she just watches those neighbors. If a light goes on. And she's like, Ooh, what are they doing? What room is that? Is that their kitchen? Is that their bathroom? <laughs> is that not normal? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's exciting. It's like something to see. If you go sit on my back porch, I mean, you'll see like turkeys and deer and, and, and the rabbit bunnies. Those yes, are my favorite. We do have the beautiful cottontails out here, maybe a coyote or two, and maybe a bear mm-hmm. getting in the trash. But you don't see like people. So I get really interested, like, oh, this is somebody's life over there. I get really excited. I know. That's funny. It is. That is different. I guess we are very different. You know what? You think about it. I am a lot like the people on Friends because they're people watchers too. Oh, they are. Remember the ugly naked fat guy? I would have a ball. I would be on that uh, patio every day 
<laughs> looking watching, at watching watch an ugly naked guy yes. <laughs> poking him with a stick remember their big stick that they fashioned yes. <laughs> so maybe maybe i'm not so weird maybe differences in a friendship is a good thing yeah i mean i don't want to be friends with just myself i would i'm great <laughs> I'd love to be friends with me. I am awesome. <laughs> you are awesome. I love being friends with you. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm a very humble person. So we know that Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston are real life friends. We talked about that at the beginning and they seem like they have a very strong friendship. They travel together. Jennifer Aniston is Courtney Cox's daughter's godmother. There was a quote that Jennifer Aniston said about Courtney being there for her through everything, all of her trials, which we know she's been through two divorces, pretty high profile divorces. You know, she was cheated on by Brad Pitt and her quote said that her best friend has been there through the thick and thin of it. And I think that's really cool that they have that close friendship together. I love that so much. And then just like listening to that, relating it to us and thinking mm-hmm. of like the things that we've gone through together. Yes. There's so many trials. Oh my gosh. That I would not have been able to get through had I not had my BFF by my side. I'm so glad that she has that person. I know. I always say that you and I got reconnected right at the perfect time because I was having, I had a baby and you got married and just our big things started happening right then. And it was just perfect timing for us to reconnect. It was, it was a perfect time to reconnect. And we had discovered that we lived like an hour away from each other, which was really exciting. Yes, that was perfect. Well, I got some mail, our first bestie mail. Yay. Yeah. So it's actually a question. Okay. And let me read it to you. Long distance BFFs. I love your podcast. And I have a question for you both. I have a friend that has been my best friend since fifth grade. And for over 50 years, we kind of lost contact over the past 20 years. Just being busy with life and raising kids. We live about two hours apart and kind of worried it might be awkward talking. What advice would you give to help us reconnect and get our friendship back in track? Oh, I love this question because it really kind of goes back to you and I, and you just have to jump in there. You have to jump in. You have to say, how are you? How have you been? I've missed you. So maybe a text or a, you know, if you're on Facebook or Instagram, you know, like a a instant message, Mm -hmm. just how are you? And start it out, like start, start the question. And then I also think what's wrong with like lunch, you know? Yes. And if you're good friends and it's going to stick, it'll happen naturally. So somebody has to just be the first and it might be you. Just be the first to text or message that question or a phone call and say, how are you? I've missed you. 
And if it's gonna be a rekindled friendship, it'll happen naturally. And you'll just flow right back to where it was before, like no time has passed. Yeah. And I think it's just getting a new routine. So right now your routine is not reaching out to that person. So maybe setting a reminder on your phone that every Friday you're going to reconnect, do something to reconnect with this person. So every Friday or Thursday or whatever works best for you, you know, you're going to send something to reconnect with this person. And I don't know if you have any pictures or something from your past that you can share and like, so that the person on the other end is remembering this friendship. Yes. You can text a picture and say, do you remember this? That would be a good little opening, opening text. Yeah. And then eventually getting to lunch and then maybe phone calls and, but you have to be able to make that extra effort because I know how easy it is to fall out of touch. A mutual friend of ours who I just love to death and I never call her. I should Mm -hmm. take my own advice. I know. I know. Same. I know who you're talking about. I just take her for granted that she's just going to be there every time we want to go on girls trips. And then I don't, uh, connect with her during the rest of the time and blame it on being busy. And, Mm -hmm. but she always is there on our girls trips. And if she's listening to this, she knows who she is and she knows we love her and it can be a year. It can be a year. And we all will say, Oh, we need a girls trip. And it's like, no time has passed. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I still feel like I need to make this connection with her. So since our bestie wrote in and with this wonderful question, which I hope we've helped and hope we've been able to answer her question in what we feel is right, but maybe I should take my own advice and go ahead and message our mutual friend and just say hi. Okay. I feel like we can say her name. It's Erin. Erin. <laughs> Love you, Erin. <laughs> You're so amazing. All right. Shall we do our think and sync? Ooh, fun. Think and sync time. Think and sync. Okay. So I think our category should be wedding. We talked about Monica and Chandler's wedding and how Rachel was the maid of honor. So I think it should be wedding. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. You got something? I do. I got something too. All right. In three, two, one. Maid of honor. Oh my God. (laughs) Do you remember? Yours is really good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did. Before your wedding. We did go and get a nice, dark spray tan. (laughs) I just remember you had this patch on your elbow. You must have had a little dry spot on your elbow. (laughs) And so you had a funny patch. But your wedding, but I looked bomb in the wedding pictures. It's those spray tans. I'm telling you. We'll have to add to our Instagram, the picture of us in the ocean. At your wedding. I will. I love that picture. I think we had more pictures of you and I than you had of you and your husband. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
Oh, and you said maid of honor because we were we were the maids of honor. We were. Well, I thought spray tan was really good because I just remember your little patch. Yes. Thanks to all of our besties out there for listening. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram, Long Distance BFF. Love you, best friend. Love you, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment or have a request, reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com. Or message us through our Instagram, Long Distance BFF.